0: Stay in the know with Radio 2000 Podcast. Nine to Midday. Better Together on Radio 2000 with Ntombi Piri. In our studio, we're joined by Professor Felix Dakora, the president of the African Academy of Sciences. Good morning, Prof. Thank you so much for joining us. Happy to be here. The African continent, I must admit, is represented well in this forum. Would you agree in that statement? 100%. Yes. First things first, Prof. Please, would you comment on the World Science Forum being here for the very first time on African soil? How amazing is that?
1: Well, I think uh, I must admit uh, it's the best thing that has happened to science in Africa. <laughs> uh, you know, Africa has uh, 55 countries that are the member states of the African Union. Yes and uh, never before have we had an opportunity to assemble at one place as scientists uh, usually under one roof especially mm. when we have plenaries uh, to discuss uh, some of the scientific discoveries and uh, also discuss some of the challenges mm. that we must still face.
0: What are you hoping is going to come out of this forum? A lot, mm. a lot. Mm.
1: First and foremost uh, is going to create new collaborations and it's a well of collaboration today if you are doing science you don't collaborate with anybody uh, you make no progress so first the be new collaboration between scientists and among scientists from mm-hmm. different parts of the world. Second, uh, it's is brought together a lot, a huge number of emerging uh, young scientists who for the African Academy of Science itself had its annual general meeting here yes. in the same convention center. And we had uh, 50 young African scientists from all over the continent mm. that uh, have received grants from us and they've made presentations. But uh, also uh, the DSI uh, is uh organizational plan also brought in other young emerging scientists mm. so we do have uh, again also uh, many young scientists that will get to know themselves mm. and can study their own level of collaborations and uh, thirdly we've got some people here who are very good funders such as the oh, frontiers yes. foundation yeah uh, that is uh, you know co-sponsoring some of the events here uh, in fact I met with them uh, at the uh, fallen walls uh, Science Summit in Berlin mm. about uh, four weeks ago so they are here to see how can can they help African science uh, in terms of funding and uh, what the issues Fantastic. are. Fantastic. So I think the benefits are enormous. Oh, I'm, yes. I'm over and above that, it's always good to have Good things to, to talk about mm, than mm. just uh, you know the Russian-Ukraine war. <laughs> so it's,
0: something, I agree. it's a different flavour. <laughs> <laughs> I agree, Prof. The theme this year mm. is science for social justice. Yes. Let's talk about how science can help reduce the impact of phenomena like climate change, as well as its impact rather on health in Africa.
1: Well, and I think uh, as you've rightly put it, we have many challenges. Mm. Indeed, most of them, I would say, caused by climate change change oh yes and uh, there are some I- easy problems that can be solved uh, food security nutritional security uh, in my view those kind of problems we can easily resolve mm-hmm. what is what the challenge really is is the uh, decarbonization of transport and mm-hmm. electricity and when I say that what I mean is uh, reduce use of fossil fuels oh yes Whether it's for petrol for diesel or you know uh, which we need also for electricity mm-hmm. So uh, this conference has allowed us to engage with some of the critical issues. Mm. Yesterday, I, I partook in a, a plenary that was talking exactly about climate change mm. and uh, and how that can bring uh, social justice. Uh, of course, you know, human beings are selfish. Oh, yes. And those who have, they always want to keep to themselves. Yeah. The have-nots have to scream and jump in order to get a piece of the pie. Yeah,
0: we saw that with COVID-19 Exa- and the vaccines. Exactly. Yes. The
1: vaccine uh, nationalism. So. Essentially, we are simply saying Africa in particular has contributed very little to global warming and yet we are going sure. to be the most affected and so we have been in discussions just saying where is the scientific evidence that we can overcome some of the problems that we have and uh, if it's food security, I think we can get around that easily mm. in my, in my view. It's yeah. a matter of developing um, early maturing crops mm-hmm. and uh, there are some of them that exist already mm. uh, that you can plant and harvest within uh, six uh, weeks or wow. seven weeks so even if you have got two rainfall you can you can get something to eat yes. and uh, if it's a normal year with abundant rain you crop the same thing multiple times so mm. you can actually plant and harvest two three times and store the food oh, wow. so the food and nutritional security part is is really uh, easy to to resolve mm-hmm. what is Complicated is uh, uh, when we have flooding. Drought is about flooding. You don't know what to do. Yes. Because uh, hardly do we anticipate mm. that we're going to have the cyclone that we get in Mozambique and some of the neighboring countries here. Yeah. So those ones pose a serious challenge. But again, uh, going forward, my suggestion has been we need to start doing things the old traditional way. And that is, we should just plant as many trees as we can.
0: Sure. Going back to the basics. Good. Absolutely. Going back to the yeah. basics. Prof, yeah. my last question is, I just want us to talk about the importance of science diplomacy in all issues that are facing Africans today is there even such a thing as science diplomacy
1: indeed there is mm. um you know today you can't do anything on your own true no you can't you have to collaborate without it and that's what science diplomacy is all about mm. it's about uh, uh, multilateralism in other words you know uh, two three four uh, countries or organizations coming together uh, to pool their resources in order to solve big problems yeah for example you may you may you may not have but i'm sure you have you have you have you heard of the death? Oh, yes, I have. Okay,
0: yes, so I have. So we,
1: we've been getting outbreaks over the past three four years. We've had outbreaks Uh in East Africa, the Horn of Africa spreads all the way mm, from mm, Somalia mm. to Kenya. Causing devastating
0: to, havoc. Exactly,
1: yes. Down to uh, Namibia, South Africa. Yes. And last year it went all the way across to India, Pakistan, Bangladesh. So, you know, when you have such a disaster, an outbreak of something like that, you know, they just ravage all vegetation, mm. including crops. There's no way any one country can solve it. 100%.
0: There's
1: no way any one laboratory can. 100%. So we need to come together to pool our resources so that we can have a way of handling the desert locals when there's an outbreak. It's just one example. Yes. So there are many, uh, many challenges that we are facing within the African continent and beyond that will require uh, enormous uh, infusion of money and uh, it will also require a multidisciplinary approach. You know, when you come together, whether it's social scientists, uh, Human sciences or natural science, mm. you you bring your ideas together, you'll be able to resolve that problem quicker and faster. Hundred percent. If uh, you stick to your laboratory on your own.
0: Hundred percent. So
1: multilateralism, which is uh, same thing for science diplomacy. It's important, but let me also share something with you. The African Academy of Sciences has just gotten some grant from, I talked about the Frontiers Foundation. Yes, you did, yes. Now, we want to use science diplomacy to try and help Uh, the three countries uh, of the Nile uh, river basin, Mm. that is Ethiopia, uh, Sudan Mm. and Egypt. Mm. You know, they are virtually in conflict about the Renaissance Dam in Ethiopia. Yes. Now, we want to use uh, science diplomacy to see how we can convince the politicians that it's not worth having tensions Mm. and uh, sometimes wanting to go to war. Mm. What's important is to get scientists together. We don't have uh, inclinations to anything. We just love to do our science. And when you meet, it doesn't matter whether you are from Ethiopia to uh, Sudan or, or You Egypt. bring
0: the facts to yeah, the table.
1: Exactly. Yes. And once you have the facts, no politician can dispute that. It's science based evidence. Yes. And with that, then, if we do some modeling study, we can prove whether indeed the, the construction of the Renaissance Dam is reducing water flow. to to Egypt and to Sudan. Mm,
0: That's going to be an interesting one to watch. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for your time. I know you've got a busy schedule. You've got meetings lined up. But we thank you for giving us, Radio 2000, some of your time.
1: Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you. It's
0: a great pleasure. Catch the Radio 2000 podcast on radio2000.co.za.